Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the world, and other things. Our goal, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Me, I'm your host, Kenny Price. Today's topic, Jesus is fact, not fiction. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. It says, Many have undertaken to compile a narrative about the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word handed them down to us. It also seemed good to me, since I have carefully investigated everything from the very first, to write to you in an orderly sequence, most honorable Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things about which you have been instructed. So this narrative that we read was written by Luke, an educated Greek physician and a fine historian, written around 63 AD to a prominent man by the name of Theophilus. His name actually means lover of God. So the purpose is, is so that Theophilus shall know the faith he has embraced has an impregnable historical foundation. That's important for us today to understand that God wants us to know that faith in Jesus is based in fact, not fiction, and that it is an impregnable historical foundation. So I want you to see three things quickly today. First of all, that the historical record has been fully investigated. Secondly, that it is fully authenticated. And finally, that it's fully reliable. Luke says that he looked into all things there in verse 3a. That means to trace or to investigate, to follow along, whereby one arrives at the knowledge of the matter. And so it lets us know that what Luke is reporting has been fully investigated. It's actually used in other places in Greek writing for the investigation of symptoms like a forensic pathologist. And you see this through the book of Luke on a regular basis. And also in the book of Acts, this terminology and this frame of mind that comes from someone who was a doctor. And so Luke says that I looked into everything. I left no stone unturned. It's the concept of a physician who goes in and does exploratory surgery to get to the matter of what's causing the illness. And so Luke says that I looked from the source, from their source in verse 3a. It says from the very first. Secondly, he fully investigated. It says that he did it with accuracy. He did it accurately. There in verse 3, it says carefully. That means in minute detail. And it points to the painstaking character of the research. So he took what he was about very seriously. He started from the beginning. He went to the source of information, not hearsay, not heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. Sounds like an REO Speedwagon song. Of course not. It says that he went to the very source. He went to the beginning. Also, he did it with accuracy. He did it carefully. He gave painstaking attention to the details. There, the second part of verse 3, it says that he did an orderly account. It means in continual order, successively. And so he not only went to the source of the information, the source of the data, the truth of the matter, but also he did it with accuracy. He left nothing out, left no stone unturned, but then also he put it in consecutive order. So it followed a systematic way of thinking. This is very important. Today, truth, of course, in total is under assault. The concept of being able to know that there is truth and there is lie. Today, we constantly hear people using the terminology, well, this is my truth. 
And someone else will counter that with, well, but this is my truth. I'm living my truth. But that's absurdity. It shows you how far we have decayed as a culture to where we no longer can accept the fact that there is truth and there is lie. So Jesus is fact, not fiction, because it's been fully investigated. No stone has been left unturned. Luke went straight to the sources, and he did it with accuracy, and he did it in a systematic, orderly account. The second thing is that Jesus is fact, not fiction, because it's been fully authenticated. There in verse 1, it says, many have undertaken to put their hand to it. Luke said in light of this research, he thought it was a good idea that he also join in. And so Luke was aware of other writings that had been compiled and narratives that had been formulated to tell the story of Jesus. And he acknowledges that many people had sought to undertake this, and he perceived it as a good thing for him to do it as well for his friend Theophilus. And so he fully authenticated it, both by oral and written word. In verse 2, it says that the word was handed down to us, and that concept of the word, it provides broad ideas, totally inclusive documentation. And so he relied not only on what had been written down, what other people were writing, but also what other people were testifying orally. But he also fully authenticated it by eyewitnesses. In verse 2, the second part there, talking about Jesus' earthly ministry, it says, seeing with one's own eyes. And that word there in verse 2, to where he says the original eyewitnesses, it's our word for autopsy. And so Luke was sitting here dissecting and peering into the matter based on what the people who were originally present witnessed, eyewitnesses. The Greek medical writers often use that term. So it's not speculative creation, but historical reality. Luke talked to people who were actually eyewitnesses to the things that he recorded. So it's the opposite of speculation. Also, it's fully authenticated because it says in the second part of verse 2 that just as the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word, it means that they were attendants. So not only personal knowledge of the facts, but also practical experience of the facts. And so Jesus is fact, not fiction, because his historical life has been fully investigated. It's been fully authenticated. And finally, it's fully reliable. He says there in verse 1 that he gave an account, a narrative of all things. It indicates a narrative of verification and well-witnessed report. And so it's fully reliable. And he did this. Why? He said to Theophilus, so that you may know. That means to have full knowledge into what he already has. He says, you've been taught. You know, he's already received the teaching, but this is so that you can know for a fact, to have full confidence in what you've been given. But it's also been totally proved. It's fully reliable. There in the second part of verse 1, it says, things that have been fulfilled among us. It means to fill completely, to fully persuade. It means fully accomplished. So Luke says, fully persuaded that they are true. It means to give total proof. And so it's fully reliable because it's a comprehensive report. It's been totally proved. The litmus test against veracity has been given. And he says, so that you may know the certainty of the words. It means that word certainty means to not slip, to totter or to fall. 
It means you can have certainty, it's safety, security about the safety of some matter. So in other words, that the report I'm giving you is totally reliable. And so it's of the words. Words are convincing and convicting. Today, we don't put much stock in words. But yet, I want to remind you that the Bible teaches in Genesis chapter 1 that the world was created by God by being spoken into existence. Spoken into existence. There's power in the Word of God, the reliability of God's Word. And we see here with the painstaking effort with which Dr. Luke approached his research and narrative are reflective of the larger truth that God's Word is true. So the world was created by God's spoken word. The redemption of mankind's soul was paid for by the living word Jesus. The Gospel of John says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then he goes on to say, And we beheld his glory, that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And so the, the Apostle John, he says that in the beginning was the word, and the Greek word there is logos, and to the Greek mind, the Logos represented the eternal flame of knowledge. And so John was appealing to the Greek mind and is saying, it's true, yes, in the beginning, you're correct that in the beginning was the Logos. But he says, but the Logos became flesh and dwelt among us, talking about Jesus. John drove home the fact that the Word, the living Word, the Logos, the eternal flame of knowledge, you're right, Greeks, it does exist, but I'm here to tell you that it's a person. It's not just a concept. It's not just a philosophical view, that it's the truth. It's reliable. It's comprehensive. It's total. It's been proved. So not just any words, but the very words of God. And so today we can have confidence in the word of God. We can have confidence in this report that Dr. Luke brought to Theophilus and now to us because we can count on God and his word. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Let me say that again, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so that means in order for a person to come to Jesus Christ and to accept him as personal Lord and Savior and to have a living relationship with this one who was born in detailed in Luke chapter 1, that how do we do that? We do that by faith. And the Bible says that that faith is not of ourselves. That in itself is a gift of God. It's not of works lest any man should boast. So the very act of salvation occurs by the power of God's word. And it comes by hearing. And so the power of words today is of utmost importance. The veracity, the validity, the dependability of this writing that we call the book of Luke is of paramount importance because through it we find out the truth that Jesus is fact, not fiction. I want to encourage you with that thought today. In the midst of a topsy-turvy world, in the midst of a world where everybody has their own truth, that God is faithful, God's word is all-powerful, and that Jesus is fact, not fiction. Today's podcast is a part of the multi-part series, Reasons to Rejoice a Christmas reminder that the Bible gives us plenty of reasons to be happy, to be joyful, to rejoice. Also, be sure to check the show notes. There you'll find valuable information regarding the online version of the Christian Standard Bible, our ministry's website, 
Also, the email address, if you have a question regarding anything that you've heard in any of our podcasts, or perhaps you just have a spiritual question that you would like someone else's opinion on. I'd be glad to read your email and to respond to you as soon as possible. But until next time, I bid you peace. Thank you.